What's Lincoln Riley brewing up for USC? You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Hulkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day, including this special edition episode. Whether you're watching this show on YouTube or wherever you're going to download your podcast, remember, it's free. I really appreciate your support. You can show your support. If you're watching on YouTube, become a subscriber. It's easy. It's free. Click that red subscribe button. See this? Thumbs up. Smash it. Hit it when you see it. And hit that bell notification button. That way you don't miss an episode like this. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers, you're going to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to get started. What am I talking about? Special edition. You never see me do a Friday night, Saturday morning Locked On USC episode. Why? Well, because I'm usually getting ready to do a post-game reaction on a Saturday. USC finally hired their USC, well, their new defensive coordinator. It hasn't been made official yet, but you heard me in the intro there. Did USC, did, did Coach Riley just buy off UCLA's best coaching asset? Not, that's the word. Look, if you're going to get your butt kicked by a bully, then make friends with that dude, right? Make him your own bodyguard. I think Coach Riley was really impressed, or he's he's got a lot of respect for UCLA's defense. Uh, we know that USC flirted with Tony White, Nebraska's current defensive coordinator. Why do we know that? Well, one, I brought that up. Uh, and about a day or so after his name floated to the surface, Nebraska's defensive coordinator, he was richer by $600,000 per season. Yeah, good job. Thumbs up, smash it. Oh, by the way, Tony White, who turned down USC, apparently, allegedly, uh, he played for UCLA. So USC used Friday to let to, to leak some information to ESPN's Pete Thamel that DeAnton Lynn, UCLA's defensive coordinator, is apparently going to move across the street and be USC's next defensive coordinator, the leader of the defense. Now, it was again, it's kind of a Friday news dump, but I'll take it. It's okay. Uh, because I did it kind of right before the Washington-Oregon Pac-12 uh, Conference Championship game kicked off. Oh, by the way, woof. Now, Huskies beat Oregon. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, after finishing um, 2022, this is... These numbers are really impressive. I think this is what ultimately swayed Lincoln Riley. Um, now that, you know, so we know that, you know, a Friday news dump came around. Pete Thamel from ESPN kind of got the leak that essentially UCLA's now almost former defensive coordinator is going to come do for USC what he did for UCLA. In 2022, this is what UCLA's defensive statistics 
uh, were at the end of the season. 90th in scoring defense, number 87 in total defense, number 36 in rushing defense, not bad, and number 118 in passing defense. They improved like you could not believe one year later. In 2023, they ended their season number 16 in scoring defense, number 11 in total defense, number two in rushing defense, number 71 in passing defense, and number four in the nation in both sacks and tackles for loss. If he can have that same or a similar effect for USC in one year, then hallelujah. I mean, seriously, get down on your knees and thank whomever you want to thank, Trojan fans, because that will get it done. News came out late Friday afternoon. Again, like I mentioned, it was ahead of the Pac-12 Conference Championship game. Again, I would have preferred USC having their own day to gloat about this. But, hey, get it out there before this. I'm all right with it. Um, I, I told you that's how this was going to go down, right? Uh, folks like me hope to break the news. But as I said, it's it, it gets leaked to a national guy, you know, guys like ESPN, Pete Thamel, whomever, and that gets you maximum uh, maximum effect, maximum exposure to kind of really generate some buzz, right? So what do we know and like about D'Anton Lynn? Um, well, we we can start and literally stop with the, uh, the way he prepared his defense against Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. It, that, that's a pretty good place to start, right? You, the, the Bruins held the Trojans to three net yards rushing. Oh, skin crawl. I mean, that right there earns him a gold plate for his helmet, right? He held the USC offense to two touchdowns. Man, it's still hard to say. Still hard to believe. And if you kind of look at what UCLA's opponents did when they weren't playing UCLA, those adjusted numbers make UCLA's defense look really good and like they were always prepared for their opponent. Um, and I know, I, look, I, I didn't watch it because it was my bye week and I didn't want to watch UCLA football. <laughs> USC isn't going to play that week. So despite giving up 33 points to Cal, uh, I'm willing to give him a pass because I think UCLA had a letdown. They got what they wanted. Their season was over. They weren't playing for a conference championship, and they beat USC. They could care less if they lost to Cal. And they, from what I understand, it's how they played. Uh, look, I read you the stats above, right? He, he knows how to take a turd and make it smell good. So imagine what he could do with, if we use, there was a meme that went around a few years ago. USC was Fat Thor. Remember Fat Thor from the movie? If Imagine what he could do with Fat Thor. DeAnton Lynn, he was literally born with a football in his hands. I mean, not literally. That would have been really hard for mom at birth, but he's he's been around the game since he's able to walk. Uh, he's actually he's younger than USC's head coach by about five years. And if you're not aware, his dad is Anthony Lynn, who was the Chargers head coach a few years ago. Uh, he played his college ball at Penn State. If you follow, follow college football, you know 
that they teach toughness and they teach defense up there in Happy Valley, regardless of who the head coach or defensive coordinator is. Uh, everyone loves to tout the Baltimore Ravens and their defensive DNA, their identity, who they are, how they do things. Guess what? DeAnton Lynn comes from that Baltimore Ravens coaching tree. So let's look at it this way. He got his bachelor's degree at Penn State. He earned his master's degree in defense at Baltimore. That'll get you a lot of jobs. Um, oh, and did I mention that he turned around a really bad defense really fast? That's what we like about Danton Lynn, and I think that's what ingratiated him to uh, Lincoln Riley and sold him. We're going to talk more about him next week as well as coming up in the next segment. But first, let's do this. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers, you're going to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now. Get in on the action. They have a really simple, easy app to use. They give you a wide range of betting options. That includes the point spreads. You like player prop bets, they got it. You like over-unders, they got it. And they got a whole lot more than that. So visit FanDuel.com forward slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering their, covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So is... Is Danton Lynn that splashy hire? Was he the name everybody was looking for, Jim Leonard? Probably not. Is he Phil Parker? Probably not. Not yet. I mean, Phil Parker's been doing this for a really long time. However, um, I know how I felt after I watched that USC versus UCLA game. And... I also know that he was on the hot board when USC's vacancy opened up. Like I said, I remember watching that USC-UCLA game and going, dude, I knew UCLA had a better defense, but they're making USC look pedestrian. I liked what I saw. This is what Lincoln Riley said before the game against UCLA. They've done a really nice job. I think the first thing that you see is that they've done is they really built an outstanding front, end quote. But he continued. And by extension, Lynn has been smart schematically throughout the season. What does that mean? He adjusted. That's coach speak for he made adjustments. But Lincoln Riley continued with his praise on what he'd noticed about DeAnton Lynn prior to the game. There's examples of when you can turn things around and grab some momentum and you get some of the right pieces on board, both from a staff and a player perspective. You can make really major gains quickly. It's very possible and maybe more doable now than ever. Well, look at Coach Riley. 
smiling, being a little prophetic there. Going back and saying, you know what? If you can do it over at UCLA, I can do it at USC. I can replicate that. Let's get the guy who made that happen and make him do it here. Like I said, if you can't beat him, join him. But look, here's what, there's, there's more questions out there. Who is this guy? What's he going to be able to do? Here's what I need to know more of. This is just my instant reaction to the uh, to the hiring when it becomes official. USC still hasn't announced it. <clears throat> but uh, nobody's come out and said, no, this isn't happening. If ESPN is running with it, it's happening. Here's what I need to know more. Was 2023 a one-hit wonder for D'Anton Lynn and UCLA? That was his first time being the defensive coordinator. I mentioned his age. He hasn't been doing this very long, despite his bona fides. Um, so I guess one question are we going to find out if UCLA took advantage of a, let's say their, their schedule was softer than USC's. Um, they, they had a nice out-of-conference schedule, sort of. Um, but they didn't play Oregon, and they didn't play Washington, the two teams that made it to, to the conference championship game. And let's not forget, USC's schedule, which was more difficult in 2023, is probably going to be even more challenging in 2024, not only do they open up with LSU in Vegas, where they should have been this weekend, um, they've got the entire big conference schedule. Oh, and Notre Dame. Yeah. But you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm not complaining. I love it. So what is his staff going to look like? Well, let's start speculating on what it could. Colin Cowherd, uh, he kind of teased everybody when he exed or tweeted out. How, do you X things out? Have we have we come to a um, to a resolution on that yet? Are you still calling? Do you tweet or you X? Let me know, please. Anywho, um, what Colin Cowherd said is that USC is planning to break the bank for a top defensive line coach forward slash recruiter. It's also being reported that uh, Lynn is going to make at least $2 million per. I think he's going to actually be making more than that. Um, just to give you an idea where USC's assistant coaching pool, money pool, needs to be, Jonathan Smith, who is taking over at Michigan State, uh, he's got the same amount of money in his assistant pool that Mike Elko is getting at Texas A&M. Yep, $11 million. So I want to know. Um, who should he go after? Well, I want him to go get Coach O. It makes too much sense, right? Recruiting instantly jumps into fifth gear. You're going to have defensive linemen's attention across the country, especially through the transfer portal if you need to go there. But recruits are going to go, okay, let's be honest. Coach O has an eye for defensive line talent. He knows how to coach that position. If that isn't able to happen, which, you know, depending on, you know, which way the wind's blowing at USC, yada, yada, yada. Remember, those two, Coach O and USC, didn't their relationship didn't really end on an amicably. But Coach O did say that he would come back at any time. He would love to. Uh, that was recently after he was let go from LSU, of course. So at first I'm thinking, 
Well, let's go get Larry Johnson. Let's let's break. If you're going to break the bank for a defensive line coach, let's go get the Buckeyes, Ohio State's guy. Now, who that's who coaches their D line? He knows how to recruit. And I'm saying, well, why would he consider coming to USC? Ohio State's defensive coordinator Jim Knowles, he's up for some head coaching jobs right now, including Duke. So maybe Larry Johnson, who is I believe 70 or 71 years old. Maybe he wants to finish his career in L.A. and stay in the Big Ten Conference. Excuse me, the big conference. We, Like I said, we know he can recruit. Um, and I also know that the Buckeyes are always stout up front annually. Every year they have a, a good front. Maybe Lynn wants to go with his former Penn State College teammate, Elijah Robinson. Uh, who recently, um, Elijah Robinson, was named the interim head coach uh, for the final two games at Texas A&M this year when uh, Jimbo Fisher took his, what was it, $70, $80 million severance check uh, when they fired him. So Elijah, uh, he was promoted to assistant head coach and run game coordinator in January 2022 while also serving as the uh, defensive line coach in his first, first four seasons at Texas A&M. Uh, by the way, he's also coached at Baylor, Temple, and at Penn State. If he's not the guy, um, I don't know. I'm sure there's more guys out there, but those are three names that I would start with. Coach O, Elijah Robinson, and like I mentioned, um, Larry Johnson, Ohio State. Now, as far as putting together the rest of his coaching staff. Uh, Lynn, if you weren't aware, he played defensive back at Penn State, so he knows the position. However, when in his one year as defensive coordinator at UCLA, he had both a cornerback and a safeties coach. So uh, we know that Alex Grinch liked to coach safeties and Dante Williams was the cornerback's coach. Does he keep Dante around? We know Dante likes to recruit. We know he's really proficient at it. This might be a great opportunity for Lynn to help Dante keep moving up that coaching ladder. That's one of the things that people are starting to question about is Dante developing the talent that USC is bringing in. Remember, USC's perception-wise, best-looking cornerbacks the last two seasons, this year and the year before, they were transfer portal guys. 2022, Makai Blackman. This season, Christian Roland Wallace from Arizona. What about Roy Manning? Do you keep him? I, I, I would make a strong argument to keep him around. Uh, remember, he came over with Lincoln. Uh, he has that assistant head coach title in, on his uh, door. And, you know, if we're looking for on-the-field results, his group actually played really well um, in 2023, much better than they did in 2022. And... Let's be honest, that area of recruiting hasn't been bad. We're looking forward to Cam Fountain coming in. We've got Elijah Newby. So good things are happening over there. Does um, and does DeAnton Lynn want to bring his linebacker coach with him? You might recognize the name, Ken Norton Jr. He used to coach at USC, linebackers, when Pete Carroll was the head coach. Wouldn't mind that. Would not mind that at all. You're going to take your... The Bruins defensive coordinator, let's take their uh, 
the guy who fires up their defense. Ken Norton knows how to how to get somebody going. Now, if Colin Calvert is correct, does that mean Sean Nua is gone? Here's what I know. Um, what he ran at UCLA was a four-man front. So that should be more appealing to recruits who have been kind of working at USC. What are you guys doing? What's your defense? I don't like that. We'll see. Um, how long can USC hang on to him? Especially, you know, if he keeps being that guy who can, you know, people see, he came into UCLA and go, oh, wow, look what he did in one year. And if he does the same thing at USC, is now all of a sudden, is he fast-tracked to defensive coordinator at the NFL level? Does he become a head coach at the college level? If he's that good and USC improves their defense that much, hopefully you keep him around for two years, at least. First things first. Let's make it official and find out who his staff is going to be. Let's make sure he's the actual defensive coordinator. Like I said, it hasn't been denied by anybody, especially USC. you got to love the NFL pedigree. That helps, right? <clears throat> That's going to have players' attention, uh, players on the roster. So, yeah, he'll have players, uh, he'll have their attention because he can say, hey, look, I've been in the NFL. I've been there already. I've done that. I can help you get there. College players, high school recruits, they listen to that stuff. Because remember, this is their dream. That's where they want to go. That's that's the end result. That's their goal. So again, we're going to find out if he's the guy. I think it's safe to say he's going to be the guy. And let's find out what the staff is, who he's going to put together on his staff. That's the next question. Remember on, uh, well, my everyday listeners, viewers will remember, I said on yesterday's episode of Locked on USC, I said, let's start keeping score. And I was referring to the transfer portal. Well, got some more USC transfer news for you. Two more players from the offensive side of the ball have jumped on in. And they're both from St. John Bosco. More local players. Tight end, Jude Wolf. When he came to USC, he was literally one of the better tight end prospects in the country. Everybody wanted him. Unfortunately, he spent a lot of time uh, dealing with injuries at USC. A lot of time, unfortunately. But these last couple of seasons, he's been relatively healthy. Um, so I, I guess it comes down to this. I, either Lincoln Riley just, he didn't see something in Jude's game. Uh, or Jude just wanted to, he just wanted more playing time. And I think that's, I think it's the latter. I think he's off to play somewhere else. I'm going to stand up because uh, the leg is cramping up on I apologize. Um, and his, he has a USC teammate and a former Bosco brother, who I also mentioned on yesterday's episode, uh, Matt Colombo, running back. Well, preferred walk-on or not. Uh, he was one of the veterans in that running back room. And if Marshawn Lloyd decides to go to the NFL, guess what? There's no more veterans. You've got freshmen. That's it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, 
going forward on the offensive side of the ball. And we're going to see what happens now with the defensive side of the ball with the transfer portal now that a new coordinator has been hired. Um, so we're going to see how many kind of pack up and jump ship. I do find it curious that so many offensive players are already, well, intending to leave. Uh, while everybody on defense is kind of just sitting back, seeing what's happening. We'll see if things even out, balance out. As of right now, the offense has a lead. I don't know the official score, but it seems like every time I'm bringing you a transfer portal name, plays on offense, I'll get you a head count on our next episode because I'm sure I'll have something to report on this coming up. All right, speaking of Bosco players, let's give a quick shout out to former Trojan Raylan Goforth, who uh, transferred to Washington, who is now heading to the college playoffs. I mentioned earlier in the show. Huskies finished 13 and 0. Congrats. Woof. Brings a smile on my face because it's not Oregon. So, this is why Trojan fans are going to have a tough offseason. Um, number one, the Huskies are where USC should be, where everybody anticipated USC going this year, the playoffs. At, at a minimum, the Pac 12 Conference Championship game. I'll be back on Monday with another show. USC should have this done officially. I would imagine, hopefully, they'll put something out. And then uh, also, you know, we should anticipate playing Clemson in the Holiday Bowl. I think that's a we're going to find that out on Sunday, and I'll be able to talk about that on our next episode of Locked On USC next week. So lots of stuff coming up next week, including more on this defensive coordinating hire. So until then, everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy. Make sure uh, you come back for another episode of Locked on USC next week because that's what you do. Make it your first listen, your first watch every day. And then when you're done here, head over to WeRSC.com. Take advantage of that silly subscription special. Trust me. Got a lot of content going over there right now. And Eric McKinney deserves a lot of appreciation. So until there, until then, everyone, you know what to do. <laughs>